Hey everybody, this is Mike, and today is September 23rd, and uh, this is going to be a good one. Uh, this is the first part of a three-part series, which I'm calling Mapping the Terrain. Um, in the past, I think that I have done a good job uh, mapping out what's happening on a cultural narrative, on an astrological narrative, but now we're going to get into consciousness. And so this is going to be a little bit more about our experience of those that are finding themselves within the dome <laughs> of this experience. Um, and so uh, before I get started, a couple things. Um, one uh, just released was an interview on the Higher Side Chats. Um, it was more or less a summary of the five-part hijacking reality series. Um, and that's probably about five hours worth of stuff. And I, I covered most of that in, in about a two-hour period. I think it was a great interview. Um, I recommend you go check that out. Um, I want to thank all the people who have um, given a lot of support lately, uh, both like, you know, kind words and then also um, those who've been ordering services, particularly uh, um, the biomancy sessions. Um, that's when I apply this type of analysis to you and your life and then specifically as it relates to what's coming forward because everything that... Um, the old tools, the old maps that you have used for managing your life, you know, that's all gone because all of life is changing. So we're going to go and we need to have new maps. And so that's what the biomancy sessions are for. Um, I think they're very helpful and that's the feedback I've been receiving. And then uh, also, um, you know, we're coming up to, to the equinox. The equinox is an interesting thing. So, you know, we're normally told that the equinox is September 21st and um, what is it, and April 21st, that's the equinox, but uh, you know, that's not exactly, you know, that's not exactly true. Like what is the definition of the equinox? The equinox is when there is equal amount of daylight and nighttime in a, in a, um, in a 24 hour period. And um, that's actually going to be on the 25th. You can go and you want to look at, um, you want to go look at uh, any sort of website, usually government websites, military websites. They'll tell you the number of daylight hours um, in a given day, and you want to find what's closest to 12 hours. Um, and that's the 25th, or at least that's going to be the 25th for the majority of people who are in the Northern Hemisphere. And the reason why that's significant is um, we live within this environment, you know. And we're very, very um, uh, affected by the changes. All the stuff which we don't, we may not, not pick up. Um, uh, we may not pick up like like very consciously what's going on. Um, it still affects us, like circadian rhythms, Schumann resonance, uh, coronal mass ejections. All of these subtle things affect us. And so this this midpoint is. Um, is is of light the midpoint of light the the true equinox not the 21st the the date where it's 12 hours of daylight and 12 hours of nighttime um that's significant uh and you can use your own um your own 
discernment in terms of understanding why that's going to be significant and what you may want to do. It's, it's going to be a balancing point. You know, that's what we know at the most basic level it is. And so if you want to do something which is symbolic of bringing balance, returning to balance, that's what's nice about these markers is they remind us of what we what we can do in terms of separating the monotony of day-to-day -day experience. Because we have to remember, at the end of the day, it's the truest thing you're ever going to hear. Um, we got no idea what any of this is. We might have stories, we might have some ideas, maybe some of them are more accurate, some of them are less accurate. But at the end of the day, when you look out into what we're calling outer space, we ain't got no idea what that is. Doesn't mean that it's not happening. It just means that we don't quite understand to the full extent of what our experience is. And if you have a good attitude, <laughs> you know, uh, it's a joyful um, journey of whatever this may be. So, okay, all of that said, let's jump right into this. Uh, mapping of the terrain. And what I'm talking about right now is consciousness. So I want to define the word consciousness. I want to define how I'm using the word consciousness. We've got a lot of words in our language which we use all the time where most of us have a very very um, soft definition. You know um, what exactly we mean or what other people mean. We're never very clear about it. Uh, the most obvious one is the word love you know, define love. I'm not saying that there isn't a definition, but when someone uses the word love, um, have them define it. Uh, not to go down that rabbit hole, but um, that is a major hypnotic word. Uh, most people uh, within the mainstream culture, when they use the word love, they mean codependency. Um, and we've been encouraged about that. And keep in mind that love, when you say it backwards, is evil. <laughs> and that's part of the dual mind game which we are all participating in. So, okay, so consciousness. So when I'm talking about consciousness, um, what I mean by that is it's greater than awareness, but we're talking about awareness. It's our inner awareness, it's our perspective, it's our beliefs, but it's not just internal. It is how we are relating with the outer world. And what we are experiencing right now is a, um, a change in the environment of consciousness. So there's this, this, this relationship which happens between the individual and the outer world. And there's like a give-take um, dance which happens. Uh, if you have a strong enough... Um, uh, skill set internally, you can affect the outer world. Um, but for most people, um, for most of us, particularly those who are hypnotized, and this is what hypnotized means, is that the outer world is completely controlling your inner consciousness. And so, um, so there, there are two types of consciousness, which, you know, I just, or, or two types which I'm talking about. We have an internal, an individual consciousness, and then we have a collective consciousness, and there's a dance, or a, a cultural consciousness, a group consciousness, whatever you want um, to call it. And there's not necessarily just one. Um, there are different levels. And so what is happening right now 
um, is the outer level of consciousness is, is, or the story, because the story is also connected to consciousness. It's what we're experiencing. It's how we're perceiving it. The technology is an influence of consciousness. The natural environment influences our consciousness. Like everything is, is in, in flux right now. I mean, theoretically, it's always in flux. And so, <laughs> you know, that's, that's the nuttiness. That's the nuttiness. That's why we need a new map. The old map's no longer effective because the terrain has changed. So before we could get into any of that, we need to have some degree of what I'm talking about or what, of, 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 uh, you know, we need to have a base level map. And that's what this first episode, uh, this first part of this three part series is. I'm going to talk about three dimensional consciousness, fourth dimensional consciousness, and fifth dimensional consciousness. If you don't like those words, you know, use another word. Remember, this is a map. This is not the territory. The territory is what it actually is. You know, a map helps us understand the territory, something which we're within. It's not an exact replica, but it helps us understand the scenario. So what I want to do today is explain these three levels of consciousness and what is happening right now. So we have three-dimensional, third-dimensional consciousness, 3D. We got fourth-dimensional consciousness, and we've got fifth-dimensional consciousness. And it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's, they blend. There's a blending. It's not hard and fast, but there's a general, there's a general, um, there's a general, uh, uh, dominance between one of these five consciousness which is happening with the individual and then also within um, the experience they're happening uh, right now we're in fourth four-dimensional consciousness and before I define that I think it'll be easier to understand what three-dimensional consciousness is so three-dimensional consciousness the best way to think about that is hunter-gatherer so a hunter-gatherer is a lifestyle. Like, you know, that's just a word. That's just something which we've been, we've been told through our anthropology classes in terms of understanding, like, you know, history of Earth, I suppose, or of life on Earth. And who knows? <laughs> who knows what anything is? But what, what, what three-dimensional consciousness is really about, it's this. It's, it's, again, it's the relationship between the individual and what we're calling Earth, whatever the hell Earth may be. And three-dimensional consciousness is a consciousness where the individual is 100% dependent upon the Earth. Just like an infant, a newborn, is 100% dependent upon the mother. That's what it is. And it's not a bad thing. It's just a thing. Um, in fact, it's probably a really, really enjoyable thing. I mean, there's, uh, you know, a lot of analysis, if you will, of, of the Bible, particularly the, the book of Genesis. When they talk about the Garden of Eden, they're talking about three-dimensional consciousness when everything you need is taken care of by the earth. And so it's like these hunter-gatherers. You're just going around and whatever the earth gives you, you go to it. And like, that's it, you know. We've been more or less uh, told that it was this really, really like edge of survival, difficult lifestyle. But now there's there's new stories coming out of like, actually, it was a really enjoyable lifestyle. And, you know, people did very little work. Um, I mean, these are still 
people in these human suits who have the same capability of reasoning and intelligence, which, which you do right now or I do right now, but it was expressed in a different way. And they were completely dependent upon, upon the earth and what the earth provides. Um, it was harmony. Harmony is the key word, and this is why it's enjoyable. It was a very harmonious experience with the earth. Okay? And now we have uh, the earth provided everything. You went to where the, where the earth was. Uh, astrology has no meaning. Things like equinoxes have no meaning then. That doesn't come about until the fourth dimension. This is fourth dimensional. You're just, you're living life, uh, in relationship to the earth. There wasn't warfare. Maybe there are tiny, um, strifes between, um, strife a word? That doesn't sound right to me. Sometimes words don't even sound right. Um, but it was a harmonial way which the human being experienced life. Now, fifth dimension, I'm going to jump to that. I'm not going to go deep into that. The fifth dimension is a higher harmonic of the third dimension. We could think about that like maybe in terms of a higher octave. Um, there's a parallel to it, but it's different. Maybe it's more complex, you know. Uh, if you're familiar with like cymatics, where you see like the, um, like a thin sheet of metal with, with a, with a layer of sand upon it and it's vibrating very quickly. And once you get to a certain frequency, the sand takes a certain shape and then you increase the frequency of the vibrating, um, plate. It breaks down and then as the frequency increases, then a new shape of greater complexity is formed. Um, we can look at that maybe as another model or map as to what's happening. So we've got three-dimensional reality. So then we've got fourth-dimensional reality, and that's what we are living in right now. Another way to look about at this is like a sine curve. You know, it goes up and down, up and down. And three-dimensional and five-dimensional reality are... Um, on the same like uh, level of um, where the sine curve and fourth dimensional reality is down here. Um, fourth dimensional reality is inversion, um, whereas third and fifth dimensional reality is where you are living in harmony with the earth, with the environment, with everything within it. When the fourth dimensional reality, which is what we're living in, this is inverted. It is disharmonious. You know, maybe this is the, you know, using the cymatic, um, uh, model that this is when it all breaks down in the fourth dimension until you go up to the fifth dimension. Um, there are all these different stories on how we can look at for the fourth dimension. Like you have to go through the fourth dimension to get to the fifth dimension. I don't know. You know, that makes sense to me, but I don't read, and I like that as a story, but you know, I don't, I, we don't know what this is. We don't know what it means to be human. You just know that you are human. You're here. <laughs> so fourth dimensional reality, um, whereas third dimensional reality is all about dependence upon the earth. And it's a very like, it's a, it's a, it's a deep emotional spiritual connection. You know, the great mother or great spirit. Um, and, and you give me all that, that I need to survive. Fourth dimensional reality is all about dominance. Dominance over the earth, dominance over each other. Dominance is the key word. You know, 
we've theoretically been in fourth dimensional reality for as long as there's been agriculture. Like agriculture is the the best example of fourth dimension. It's like as soon as you say, hey, I'm going to start controlling. I'm going to start controlling what is grown upon the earth. Well, then you're dominating the earth. And obviously there are higher degrees of the inversion. Um, and we are right now within fourth dimensional reality. Um, there is a parasitic nature to it. Not all of fourth dimension is parasitic, but what we're in right now is really, really friggin' parasitic. Um, and I'm going to get into this uh, in the second part. The second part of the video is so I'm going to go deep into what the fourth dimension is um, and then what, how we, we extract from it. But the fourth dimension is dominance. Dominance over the earth. Dominance over each other. We are in a dominant culture. Um, fourth dimension reality. You have to pay to exist. Whether you're paying taxes, whether you're paying to pay, you know, uh, uh, your rent, whether it's the feudal system, whether you're paying tribute to the mob, it's all this, you're paying to exist. This is all fourth dimensional. Third dimensional, you're not paying anyone. Doesn't mean that there isn't, you know, quote unquote work, you know, it is a, a, um, it is a, uh, a system in which in, in the third dimension, which you still participate, but it's more so like you're going downstream. Um, and the fourth dimension, you know, it is, uh, it's, it's you pay to play. Um, you know, particularly right now, it's a lot about addiction, addiction, parasites, uh, all of this stuff. It's very, very like connected. Um, but the most important thing to really understand what fourth dimension is, is it is a way of relating, which is about dominance, dominating over your environment and over your, your fellow human being. Okay. Now, fifth dimension. So fifth dimension is the higher harmonic of third dimension. And really, like the fifth dimension is going to be the harder thing for us to you know, for the rational-minded individual, you know, the person whose who's worldview, whose consciousness has been very shaped by the educational system of our modern fourth-dimensional time. Like, fourth-dimension's been going on for a long time, and, you know, obviously there's, like, parts of, like, of our history which is more third-dimensional than maybe right now. There's, whenever you're dealing with dominance, we're dealing with a fourth-dimensional consciousness and reality. So, the fifth dimension is the higher octave of the third dimension. And what I mean by that, hold on for a sec. I'm doing good, how are you? What do we got back there? We got bags? <laughs> That's me doing my job. Um, fifth dimension. So fifth dimension is all about freedom and independence. And if you've been paying attention, particularly to the earlier stuff, like with the age of Aquarius, um, the age of Aquarius, like when we're, 
this is this is just another level of consciousness like there are other cosmologies which you know maybe they're complementary you know you've got like the the fifth son and the sixth son of some of like the 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 mesoamerican cultures and you've got the the different yugas of the of the the vedic systems but these are all just different cosmologies and there's definitely some some overlap but you know I'm at least, I was raised in a, in a Western consciousness, so it's easier for me to articulate and to understand from that. Um, the age of Aquarius, which they are um, kind of like creating this fourth dimensional parasitic uh, 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 consciousness trap, um, if you can kind of like step out of that fourth dimension, you can see what, 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 what the qualities of the age of Aquarius is. It's all about freedom. It's all about new ways of being. And that's what the fifth dimension is. And when I say freedom, when I say freedom, you have to be able to see it from a fifth dimensional perspective. Because most people think about freedom from a fourth perspective, a fourth dimensional perspective. You know, I'm free. What I, you know, the sovereign movement, you know, maybe that, that's fourth dimensional understanding of freedom. Freedom from a fifth dimensional perspective means, and this is going to, you know, some of the, you really rational minded folks, this is going to, this is going to, this is going to be difficult for you to, to comprehend, but it means you are not dependent upon this system. You're not dependent upon earth. Whereas the third dimension, earth gives you everything and you live in harmony with it and you are, um, and there's no fear. Fourth dimension is all about fear. It's about pleasure and that whole sort of con uh, continuum. Fifth dimension, you are outside of it, but you still live in harmony. And you are not limited to what we think of as Newtonian laws. <laughs> and so there are hints to this. There's hints to what the fifth dimension looks like. Um, you know, uh, we've, we've, we've been told our, our religions, religion, that's all fourth dimension. Astrology, that's all fourth dimension. You know, it's, it's valuable in the fourth dimension, but it is limited to the fourth dimension. So when we think of like some of our like religious, our religious, uh, icons, uh, they were fifth, they're living a fifth dimensional experience. The Buddha, uh, Jesus, you know, they were not limited upon food. They were not limited on water. They were able, they did not die or they did not die like us. Like, you know, they, they had a different understanding. They were independent. They were free of this, um, of this fourth dimensional and third dimensional reality. Um, but that's not the only clues or hints that we have to fifth dimensional reality like if you are familiar with a lot of like eastern traditions like you know yogi masters um taoist masters uh, uh martial arts masters who are able to not need food who are able to 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 uh go long periods of time without water who are able to lift things they should not be able to lift those who bilocate um uh, Carlos Castaneda, uh, time travelers. This is all fifth dimensional reality. Okay. It's hard for us if we're not in it. You know, it's easier for us to see the dimension beneath us than to really understand the dimension above us. But that's fifth dimensional reality. Okay. So what we have right now <laughs> is we've got a really full court press happening by the control system. And this is going to come to your own, the own narrative you want to come up with, with whatever life 
where experience is. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah, definitely. Go right ahead. Thank you. Um, so where was I? So, all right, where was I? So, we are in a major change right now. And there are three choices which, which, which each individual has. Um, you can either go along with the, the entrainment. So that's what's happening with all of the technology and the, and the, and the, the, the um, 5G and the electromagnetism that comes from these computers and like all of the, the stuff that the, the, the propaganda is. It's trying to entrain your consciousness to continue with the fourth dimensional reality, which is parasitic. Um, and you can tell by the degree someone is entrained by it is, you know, the, the, the lesser amount of questioning they do. So like, that's a possibility. Um, you know, we don't know what, we don't know what this is about. We have stories, but you don't know. But one of the stories is, you know, you're going to be stuck in the fourth dimension, you know, you know, this is this karmic re, uh, this karmic realm, like, you know, you're stuck there, uh. The My Pet Goat 2, you know, that's a very controversial video. When I see it, what I like to think about it is that is the person going through, the individual that you see going through the collapse of the fourth dimension is the person who is able to um, move on outside of the fourth dimension because the fourth dimension is not permanent. It is, by definition, is going to collapse. You look at our, our you look at our, our society, our society is designed to collapse. It was not designed to be permanent. You know that just by looking at the building materials which are made for like houses. All of this stuff is temporary. Um, this is going away. But you could get stuck in that bottle. Hold on for a sec. All right, back again. Uh, <laughs> this is hard to do while still being on the clock because I forget where I am. And I like to kind of, you know, mix it up with the folks who come through. So we're going through this change right now, and um, you could go along with the fourth dimensional reality, but if you're watching this, I'm going to think you kind of inherently know that you don't want to go that way. So you've got two other choices, and that's what the other videos are going to be about. Um, uh, choice number one is, or is you, you go back to three-dimensional reality. Three-dimensional reality is you, you, you go back and you learn how to live on Earth in total harmony with the Earth in a hunter-gatherer sort of way. And I don't really think that's why we're here. Uh, I certainly know a lot of people who I'm like, oh, there's spillovers from the third dimension. You know, again, I don't know how, how reality works. Maybe they're like bleed throughs during this time. But to me, what makes the most amount of sense is this is the movement onto a higher expression, the, the, the fifth dimension. Um, and whether that happens instantaneously, whether that's like a, a, a long, drawn-out process over like a, a lifetime, I don't know. We're going to go and see. But that's what this video is about, or this video series is about. And this is what we need to start thinking about, because we have been given just one perspective of how to live life, and hopefully you should be able to see how false that is. And that means you got to start thinking about things in 
extremely different ways. And so I've said this in a lot of different videos before because I didn't want to come right out to it, but a real solution outside of fourth dimensional reality is going to sound like fantasy. Because if it doesn't sound like fantasy, it is still within that confine. So this is Mike. Uh, hopefully <laughs> that made some sense. Uh, parts two and three should be coming in the next week or so. Uh, if you want to have an exchange with me, uh, Go through my website, send me an email. I don't really like to, to communicate through comments. Um, and if you want to have a real exchange, you know, then we go and do the biomancy sessions. Um, until then, you know, uh, have a good attitude. Be kind to people. That's a true currency in my book. Kindness. Uh, <laughs> survival of the friendliest. Um, use discernment. Um, have a sense of humor. And, uh, you know, walk softly. Till the next time.